We're gonna skate to one song, one song only.
Archer's here, you guys. Clap it up for him. Well, thank you for letting me have to me. Uh, anyone celebrate? You guys are celebrating something here? Yeah. Bachelor of Party? Oh, my. What's your name, Bachelor? Emily, uh, when are you getting married? July 8th. July 8th. Okay, so you still have some time to fuck it up. Good for you. <laughs> Where are you from, Emily? Blurge. Okay, well, thanks for coming all the way to Shopper. We appreciate it. <laughs> Give it up for uh, Emily, everybody. <laughs> Anyone else getting married or making bad decisions? <laughs> you are? I'm scared to ask you because you guys look like you just went on a hunting trip. <laughs> Okay. Did you just get divorced? No, not yet. Okay. <laughs> Wrong answer. Anyone celebrating a birthday? <laughs> Whose birthday is it? I said who, not where. <laughs> What's the name? It's four fucking names. You guys gotta get your story straight. <laughs> Whose birthday is it? <laughs> what time did you guys start drinking? <laughs> Alright, happy birthday, Mike, buddy. Whatever. Clap it up for all those people. Look at this shopper. God, everyone's a couple. Does anyone clap it up for your signal? Anyone here signal? Single. I have a singles podcast, as you guys heard on the talk. Uh, all my friends are married and live in this area. I live in Chicago. Uh, I became a groomsman this year for the 17th time. Can <laughs> you guys beat that? No. Yeah, you know, they say, uh, always a bridesmaid, never a bride, always a groomsman. Never unhappy, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I want to get married. My friends get mad that I'm so well, so I thought you were going to get laid without any number. I'm like, yeah, that's because you look like an alive Paul Walker. <laughs> I look like the Persian John Lovitz. <laughs> Last time I tried to buy a girl drink, she looked at the drink, so okay, bud, you take a sip first. I <laughs> got mad when I said the Paul Walker stuff here. I said too soon over here. Is family here? <laughs> Too fast, maybe? Too furious? I'm at the point in my life where my friends just give up. They don't even try to set me up anymore. They set me up with other guys in their lives who have recently gotten divorced. So, like, hang out with me, like, on a play date. Like, oh, you should go out with my accountant, Bill. He just got divorced. I'm like, I'm not going to go out with your accountant. No, but it's cool. I'm like, all right. Let me see his picture. <laughs> and I see this guy's picture. I'm like, dude, this guy's like 40. He has two chins. And he looks like Jared from Subway. <laughs> I'm not going to hang out with this guy. My friend Dave's like, uh, Bill's younger than you. You have two chins. And without glasses, you look like Jared from Subway. <laughs> Like, all right, give him my number. And I actually went out with Bill. He has season tickets to the Cubs. He took me to home opener. He bought me all my drinks. He laughed at all my jokes. We split a hot dog. 
Uh, bought me a foam finger later. It was the best fucking date I've ever been on. If he tried to touch my dick later, I don't know if I'd say no. for my birthday recently uh, out here in uh, Shamar, like, here's what we're going to do. We're gonna, those girls over there, we're going to tell them they're pilots. The girls love pilots. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to work here. Woo! Like, like, why are you so negative, Paul? I'm like, I'm not negative. I'm Middle Eastern. <laughs> we don't fly. We're not scheduled to fly a plane. <laughs> Uh, I, I know I'm not unattractive because my mom tells me that. Actually, my mom was like my friend growing up. I called her by her first name since I was four years old. Did anyone call their parents by their first name as kids? No, just me? Yeah, I didn't think it was weird, uh, but uh, sometimes when I say it, people in the South, I get really offended when I say it. But I, I did, I called her I called her by her first name, but I didn't think it was weird. Until uh, I was at a grocery store when I was seven years old, and I was running up and down the aisles yelling her name, like looking for her. But my mom is an immigrant with an immigrant name, which is spelled N E G A R. <laughs> pronounced Negar, so. <laughs> Nobody helped me find my mom, right? Uh, my mom calls me the Persian George Clooney. She's a fucking liar. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's lied to me all my life. When I was a kid growing up, I came home crying. Everyone was calling me Big Bird in school, like a big nose. Same size nose as now, but my face was the size of a kidney bean. <laughs> and I came home crying. I was like, no, 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 don't cry. They're making fun of you because they're jealous of you. I'm like, all right, cool, let's go with that. <laughs> Next year rolled around, they started calling me Hamburglar because my eyebrows connected. <laughs> and I came home and I said, no, 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 don't cry. They are making fun of you because they are jealous of you. You have a beautiful eyebrow. <laughs> when I got to college, uh, I remember talking about I got to high school, my gym class found out I had back there. And uh, they started calling me Teen Wolf. <laughs> I had a full eight kick by the time I was 13. I came home crying, and I was like, no, 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 don't cry. They're making fun of you because they're jealous of you. I'm like, nobody's jealous back there. I'll never hear what she said. She was when you get to the university, you'll see all the girls team get sexy. And I just looked at her and said, Megara, please. <laughs> Uh, Dave Young, uh, how old are you guys? 27, yeah. He dated a girl from uh, the South Side of Chicago last year. He's 22 years old. Any South Siders here? You guys have been there, it must have been a long time ago because you're like all calm, cool, and collective now. When you say South Side, somebody goes, South Side! <laughs> I just assume some violent shit's gonna happen right now. <laughs> That's like me going to the airport going, I'm not like, 
No, but uh, she was from the south side. She was 22 years old, which makes her four or five Olympics younger than me. Um, <laughs> it didn't bother me that she didn't know there was two George Bush presidents. Like, she's not a political scientist. She thought Zima was a Disney character, which is fine. But here's where I draw the line. She didn't know who Bruce Springsteen was. Yeah, and at first I was like, maybe it's a generational thing because of our age, and then I figured out, she's a fucking idiot. <laughs> and here was the final straw, you guys. I have an autographed picture in my apartment where I'm standing between a man and a woman. And she goes right up to the picture, and she goes, oh my god, your parents are so cute. I'm like, no, uh, the woman on the left is Cheryl Crow. <laughs> And the man on the right is Stevie Wonder. <laughs> so I had to talk her, but I did it by text, because I'm a pussy, and she's from the south side. <laughs> and she wrote back, Doug broke my heart in a million pieces. Should have seen it coming, wish I had telekinesis. <laughs> So I said, telekinesis is great power to have and rhymes, but it wouldn't help you here. She writes back, I know what it means, I use it efficiently. So I wrote back, telekinesis is the psychic ability to move physical objects without touching them. And you don't know how to use the word efficiently. She writes back, hate it. Those are lyrics from LMFAO. They're right. So I write back, LMFAO are two white rappers with a combined IQ of 37 and a half. <laughs> they have a song called Shots, where 99% of the lyrics are the words, Shots. I don't think you can use them as a dictionary. She writes back, you're gonna die alone, asshole. <laughs> Which is true, smart girl, right? Maybe she has telekinesis. <laughs> I'll you guys with this. Uh, I used to be a musician before I did comedy. I was in 14 bands in Chicago. <laughs> I did comedy now because I was asked to leave. 14 bands in Chicago. <laughs> Do you know how bad you have to be a rhythm guitar to be asked to leave 14 bands that you started? <laughs> But the joke's on them, because I got to meet one of my favorite musicians of all time recently at a fundraiser doing comedy. Clap it up if you know who Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins is. Feels <laughs> like I've never used Drake, but that's a douchey. <laughs> but I got to meet him at a show, you know, after a show, I go, hey, I do comedy and improv. If you want to come, give me your number, I'll put you on the guest list. And he's like, cool, I get his phone number. I'm like, hey, can we take a selfie together? I want to send it to my friends. They send me pictures of their kids and swings and Schoenberg. I'm like, one of them, right? <laughs> so we take that selfie and uh, I send it to all my friends as I'm getting drunk. Now, have you guys ever sent a text when you're talking about somebody else but then accidentally send it to the person you're talking about? <laughs> I sent a picture of me and Billy Corrigan to Billy Corrigan as fashion pumpkins at 1.47 in the morning. 
And I think what I was trying to write to my friend Dave is, what a great night, lolololololololololololol, which no man my age should ever fucking type into a phone. But with autocorrect, it came back, what a great night, lollipop! For those of you who don't know or don't remember what Billy Corgan's head looks like, picture of all fucking on. So, that got my show. Are you guys ready to start the show? We have a great lineup for you guys. Bird Crusher is coming up later. But first, we have a feature for you. Uh, he's a local favorite here. It's his new album on iTunes called No Complaints. Give it up for my friend Vince Carone, everybody. Hey, we'll run with applause for Paul. Let him hear. Thank you guys for being here. I appreciate it. Saturday night, the late show, basement of Woodfield Mall. Thank you guys. <laughs> Being here. A lot of comedians say they want to play places, theaters, 10,000 people. I said if I could just get south of that ball, and I made it. It's easy to get here. I had to park at Maggiano's, that was no big deal. <laughs> nice, brisk walk in 95 degree weather. It's fun. Live like three miles from here. Took me an hour 42 to get here tonight. A lot of comes, a lot of Saturday night comes. Passed a sign over here and said, hit a construction worker, $10,000 fine. If you find a construction worker, there should be a $10,000 reward out of here. <laughs> hit one. Hit one, I'd love to hit one. Give me a chance. I'm a gambling man. One in a million, I'll take those odds. At 14 years in jail would be a bargain. At least this road would be finished by the time I got out. Passing <laughs> big flashing interchangeable billboards on the way here. The 762 people have died so far this year in cell phone related accidents. But they don't show you is how many people that have died trying to read that sign at 60 miles an hour. Yeah, 700. <laughs> There's some guy in a switchboard that's like, oh, Jesus, 763. <laughs> you can't even use your cell phone when you drive. That's quickly becoming a law everywhere. You see those signs blasted at you all day long. Phone in one hand, ticket in the other. Don't do it. And then pass the next sign, and it says, in case of emergency, call 911. Are you trying to bait me into it? <laughs> Getting mixed signals. What am I trying to do? Yeah, I saw the abducted kid, but I don't want to take it. <laughs> you better make this reward high enough to offset this bullshit. <laughs> Otherwise, good luck to Sarah. <laughs> yeah, it's more impactful if you give her a name, you know. <laughs> you know that's not even her name, but they just want you to go, oh, I know it's Sarah. I love her. Trying to get healthy. Went to Whole Foods and found out I can't afford to get healthy. $18 for a tomato? What, are you shitting me with these prices? There's people lined up waiting to buy it? What's the big deal about it? Well, it's organic. 
that for $18 it should be orgasmic. What is happening with that tomato? It said dirt longer, so you're going to charge me more? Well, we didn't do anything to it. Well, what does that mean? Well, we didn't do anything to it. We didn't touch it. We didn't look at it. We didn't spray anything on it. We didn't breathe on it. We didn't do anything to it. Well, then it should cost less. Am I nearly fuck bag on the planet thinking that way? If you got to pay some guy to put on gloves and a chemical makeup to spray onto some shit, that, that should cost more than the shit that came from the Garden of Eden? Extremists pop out of the woodwork anytime you get in this organic debate. They go, Are you okay? You can lose weight. Yeah, because you can only afford one meal a week and then you start. <laughs> That's not a diet. You just plan your fears. They make organic potato chips and chocolate. That's, you can't lose weight. It's just stuff you used to like tastes like shit. <laughs> Extremists come out, oh, food's in its purest form. Man. I don't think it's possible for a food to be in its purest form. I'm not eating it at the farm. How did it get from the farm to the store and stay here? Somewhere in there, there had to be a dirty person with questionable hygiene ripping that thing out of the ground. That's totally pure and organic. He didn't put it on the back of a filthy flatbed pickup truck inhaling diesel truck fumes just the way Mother Nature intended it to. It's totally pure and organic. It's been in a fruit aisle for a week and a half. People walking past, sneezing, coughing, picking their ass, walking past this aisle and here. What? Nobody farted in the fruit aisle at all in the past 10 days of this store. Boom, that thing all over the produce. And somebody's propped us in the kumquats at one point in a week and a half. Just totally pure, just like from the ground. <laughs> you see the people that work in this store? They look more organic than the shit that I'm buying. Were you plucked from the ground right before your shift? How is one individual that filthy? You see that? These dirty fucking hippies? <laughs> Mr. Dreadlocks and Flip Flops with a hockey playoff beard in the middle of January trying to tell me what's good for me in life. It's a totally clean lifestyle, dude. <laughs> totally clean. Dude, you are not the spokesman for clean. You haven't showered since the last time fish came to town. What do you know about clean? <laughs> Leaning over everything, your pubic patch of beard hair sprinkling all over the pineapple slices. There's got to be a cross in the axis, well that's just not organic anymore. <laughs> It'll add longevity to your life, dude. I can live longer and look like that? Fuck you. Give me the chemicals and kill me today. <laughs> I'm about to be 85, not living all my friends looking like a washed up carrot. What's <laughs> that orange tint they all have? Healthy lifestyle. It's just all natural, man. It's, yeah, in an air-conditioned room, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you should try it. Well, there's flies in the fruit. I would try it, but there's flies in the fruit. For Christ's sake, explain that. I need to feel good about buying fruit with flies on it. Well, that's because we didn't spray it with chemicals. Well, maybe it's time you come spray it with some chemicals. These are flies. They fly on dog shit. Now they're on my fruit. Was that organic dog shit? Because that would justify the $18 cost. It's hard to get organic dog shit. That's a lot of planning. 
You gotta feed the dog grass-fed dog food only and only let it out back to shit your contained unfertilized patch of soil made specifically for his organic dog shit with the hopes that an organic fly would come to land on the organic shit to go back on the organic fruit. Look, I don't know a lot about the subject. All I know is that my wife showers with chemical soap every day, and I appreciate it. If I ever saw her naked, and there were flies buzzing around the no-fly zone, and she tried to convince me that's because it's organic. I'm not trying to paint the picture, but do you understand the picture that I'm not trying to paint? Okay, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, I'm spraying red on your crotch. That's my role. That's just how I was brought up. All my parenting, my upbringing, my surroundings, the music I listen to, all of you. 33 years old, it's a dog shit age. It's the worst age I've ever been in my life. People, you're not old. I'm not saying I'm old, I'm just saying 33 sucks. You know that it sucks because not a person in here gave a shit when I said I'm 33 years old. Nobody cheers for 33. If I said I was 65 or 21, everybody would applaud for hitting those milestones. But nobody gives a shit otherwise. Those are the best two times of your life 65 and older and 21 and younger. When you don't know enough and when you've forgotten it all, those are the best two times in your life. It's that shitty 45 year stretch in the middle where you hate everything for no reason. That's where I'm at now. I'm too young to be knowledgeable, but I'm too old to be cool. It's a shit zone. Every time I try to speak up some old guys, I go, you know, shit, you're too young, what do you know? I go, hey, can I come to the party? Dude, you're going to be the old creep at the party. No, you can't come to the party. My life sucks right now. Nobody celebrates 33. There's no birthday party for a 33-year-old. You don't get, like, 33 candles on your cake. They put a three on there and say, blow it out twice. Nobody gives a shit about you. I didn't even have lighted either. I always need lighter fluid on the 33rd birthday launch. There's no cool stories. No girl's ever been like, yeah, I blew a 33-year-old behind the dumpster the other day. <laughs> right? That story doesn't exist. And to be honest, I'm not even confident in my ability to fire on all cylinders should that story present itself at this point in my life. I'm gun-shy at 33. Is that supposed to happen? It's not working when I want it to, and it's creeping up when I don't need it to. I'm over-evaluating everything. Like, what? Behind a dumpster? That's filthy. My immune system's low. I can't be going behind a dumpster. I'd rather go home, lay in bed, watch Netflix, eat a plate of nachos, jack off. I can afford a Kirby vacuum. I'll clean up the cheese and dish right now in the morning. People blow what they want behind a dumpster. If we could start those jokes the way they end, that'd be fucking great here. But I'd have that deafening, awkward silence for five minutes going into it. My favorite part of the show is looking out and watching the people who hate me for no reason in the first five minutes of the show. But I don't tailor my act. I do it. You like me, you like me, you don't, you don't. I think you guys should appreciate that in a country that does the exact opposite. This country bends over backwards just to please everybody, every, every shithead out there. You yelp ruined everything about this country. Everybody is so afraid of these fucking morons that go home and yelp and type about a place. 
McDonald's sells breakfast 24 hours a day because lazy pieces of shit got their way. Because they were going on, yo, who went to McDonald's at 2 in the afternoon? They didn't have eggs. Go fuck yourself. Don't bend for these people. You don't get up in time for breakfast, you don't get breakfast. The penalty's inherent in the act. Every time you cater and coddle someone, you're just watering down this country. Burger King sells hot dogs. <laughs> Burger King. The king of burgers. They coined their own fucking name. They're selling hot dogs because some shithead yelped. Who gives a shit? Just selling hamburgers. It's only stoned morons coming through the drive. They're asking for hot dogs anyway. Give my hamburger tell it's a fucking hot dog. They won't know the difference. You're having your way. It's a hot dog. Get the fuck out of here. No, we don't do it. We get a bed over for everybody. KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, now serves grilled chicken. KGC. Subway sandwiches serves pizza. Domino's Pizza. Fucking serves sub sandwiches now. Don't flex. Be who you are. It's a message everybody should fucking learn. No, we don't do it. You go to the bar. We have beer at the bar. Because beer is what gets you drunk. It's plain. It's simple. It's beer. There was a time in this country where grown men would go to the bar and just order a beer. They didn't have to state a brand because there wasn't 1,800 beers to choose from. It was just fucking beer. Now it's not like that. Now every moron in their basement with Dungeons and Dragons has a fucking craft brewery now. Fucking dorks telling you how the yeast ferments. I don't give a shit. Unbelievable. We have beer. Now we have light beer. In case you're a diet beer drinker, we don't want to lose out on the diet crowd. Water down the beer and make it light beer. You don't like beer or light beer? We have apple flavored beer. In case you just don't like beer but you love apples, can we jam something down your fucking throat? Then when you leave here happy, huh? We have marshmallow flavored vodka. Will that help you out? Is that okay? Alcoholics with a sweet tooth out there. They couldn't handle the fact they would have to do two things eat and drink. You might just jam into the dessert into the drink itself and just let the marshmallow infuse into the alcohol so it doesn't taste like alcohol. We can bring in smortinis for everybody out here. Can I get a Bloody Mary? Can you put celery in it, salami, and peppers and olives? Can you put a cheeseburger in the straw? I'm going to appease all my feelings at once. I'm thirsty, but I'm hungry. I'm over, but I want to be drunk. I want to eat healthy, but I need a little grease. Can you jam the whole thing in a fucking fishbowl for me? You want a Bloody Mary? No, I can't. I'm going to a 12-step Alcoholics Anonymous Eaters Anonymous hybrid program now. It'll save some time. It's called Jenny Kragermeister. It starts on Monday. That's what they got. That's it. Just a plain, simple 
fucking round pumpkin pie, 20 punches, just a goddamn pumpkin pie. I didn't even bring whipped cream. Fuck them, I'm not making two things. I'm not making super desserts. You don't get whipped cream on top of a pumpkin. No, you don't do that. I'm, I'm not making those super extra happy value meal desserts that everybody's making now. That, that fat where you stuff food within other food to make bigger food. I'm not doing it. You know that thing, you got a cookie and you bake it into a pie and you stick that into a cake and you drop a whole thing into a jello mold? <laughs> I'm not doing it. They got a fucking pumpkin pie. Don't eat it, I'll eat it, I like it. <laughs> I'm gonna sit in my kitchen going, well, Erica doesn't really like the spices, I don't know if I should make it. Oh, he's allergic to crust. I don't know. Well, fucking eat it! I don't know what to tell you. I should have to learn how to bake crustless shit because you don't want to use an EpiPen. <laughs> Some people liked it, some people didn't, you just ate it, so it was tradition. But now we go appease everybody. So now there's a new fad with turkey, especially on Thanksgiving, called turducken. The hodgepodge clusterfuck of this country, turducken. That is a real thing. Some of you who don't understand that, it's a real thing. I know it sounds like an urban dictionary sexual position, but that is a real food. Turducken is a boneless gutted turkey stuffed with a boneless gutted duck, and inside the duck is a boneless gutted chicken from a menage a trois of poultry at the dinner table. In some sort of weird fuck, Mary kill game of feathers that you have going on with the family, where you're trying to be thankful. Hey, bitch, you want some turducken now? I'm gonna hold off for a side of Conley Brock Dick Pete. You guys can go ahead and get started over here. I'll be back here drinking my regular beer, eating my pumpkin pie, and shutting my fucking mouth. You guys want to take a picture after the show? We don't have to. I want to remind everybody there's no law that says we have to take pictures of everything. Everywhere we go, ladies. Yeah, I'm going to have to work so Oh, look at that, a light. Oh, a door. Never see that again. Walk into a place dead stopping and 18 people fold up behind you. Sit there, look at some shit, delete it. Oh, it's not gonna chill, delete it. Just, just fucking look at it, it's right there. It helps with everybody. Fucking so many pictures, taking pictures of pictures. What the fuck is the matter with people? What kind of empty life do you have? You're taking a picture of another fucking picture. When are you ever gonna hang up a picture of a picture? Take a picture of yourself in front of a mirror? Am I losing my mind? Is that what a fucking mirror is for? Is to see yourself. Picture of yourself, seeing yourself, seeing yourself? How <laughs> big of an ego could you possibly have? <laughs> and you need to see a picture of yourself twice removed. <laughs> Why would you do that? Well, I want to be able to remember it. Well, then use your memory. <laughs> but God gave you a memory instead of a memory card. Use your fucking memory. When your memory fills up the capacity, you're supposed to let go of some of the old shit to make way for some of the new shit, and that's how you move forward in life. I pray for Alzheimer's every single day. I can't wait for the day where I don't remember half the shit that I hate in my life. You would see a whole different act up here if that day would just kick in. I can't let go. I want to drop the hate. Every day I'm slammed with it because of all these pictures. I log on to Facebook in the morning says, Good morning, bitch. On this day a year ago, here's what you hated, and I want to let it go. Blocking off a whole street with a 
stick out clear out of perimeter of 18 feet. So we're going to take a couple of selfies here. We're going to be behind me 15 in a row. Nobody can go fast. You want a true selfie? Sit on your selfie stick because you're an asshole. If you don't have a friend willing to take a picture of you, you don't deserve documentation of the event. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. When we had disposable cameras, we took our own picture. Disposable cameras are the best. I don't know, I try to sound like one of these people who doesn't like technology, but disposable cameras are the greatest. You used to have 24 chances to get your vacation right. That was it. <laughs> 24 chances, and they counted down on you. So you actually had to make decisions like, is that piece of shit worth it enough to waste one of my 24 opportunities? <laughs> and we took our own pictures. We took our own pictures. When cameras cost five bucks, we took our own pictures. Now that cell phones cost 500 bucks, we hand them to strangers and ask them to do us three favors. Just random people, hey, sir, 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 come here, come here. Would you mind taking a picture? It's 17 of us, it's her birthday. Would you mind taking a picture of us? Would you mind? Yeah, I would mind, actually. That's not my group. I wasn't invited to the party, and I don't do freelance photography for drugs on the side. <laughs> and if I do take your picture, you don't get to look at it, critique my work, and then ask me to take another one. Fuck you. <laughs> You get my good side. Hey, maybe it's you. <laughs> maybe you're ugly. Maybe you don't have a good side. <laughs> Cell phones mess everybody up. They do everything now to make a phone call. And people are making, checking their phones at the time and using their watch to make a fucking call. <laughs> you ever do this? You ever go to show somebody a picture on your phone? And they just grab your phone and start swiping through the photos on their own? And you sit there with a mini panic attack because you don't know what kind of perverted shit you have on the left or the right side of the one photo you wanted them to see? So I don't know how many pictures deep in my dick is, but you're bound to get to it. You keep going left. Thank you guys for coming on out here. Enjoy the rest of the show. So did I, we need to get a driver, right? 
people have been fashioning me for the last two weeks, it fucking sucks. Like, they just fucking say shit to say, hey, you're a fat piece of shit, bro. Why the fuck, They're doing it in person right now. <laughs> Like, 
punks can have one side, and then normal people just get like, like go, hey man, we'll legalize weed, we want, we're not going to talk shit about you, if I got a problem with you, I'll hit you, but, like I miss that, my wife totally never lived that world, my wife's never been hit, she needs to be, one time, like, <laughs> I know you were her out, you probably hit, I guess, but... <laughs> that's all we want to know. Billy, I watched you, I know I can read the energy. You want like this, I don't know about that. Because anyone that's been hit goes, I don't fucking know about that. <laughs> sucks. Not just the hurt, it's the shame. It's That's what fucking sucks about it. But my wife doesn't know it. She humps a hard car, horn at a guy, taking his time at McDonald's, texting, MOVE IT! And I'm like, hey, do you know jujitsu? Because I don't. <laughs> Or did you meet him? 
see that didn't exist when I was a kid. You know what I heard it is? I heard it because the fucking angels lined up and I walked past somebody that was attracted to this. <laughs> You're very lucky, and I, I applaud that. And in a way to embrace technology and allow yourself the opportunity to fall in love. I didn't get that. You had to hope. Do you never remember when you had to hope that a friend would be like, you know who would like you? My friend, what's your name? And you would pretty much like some fucking pig with one arm. <laughs> Yeah, maybe one voice. 
fucking yoga moves now. Standing up in the closet. On all fours, milking myself. I don't give a fuck. Cat calling, here we go. My daughter said to me, Daddy, have you ever cat called someone? I told her no, I'm not poor. That's what poor people do. That's how poor people communicate. Am I the first one to tell you this? Like, yeah. Ladies, have you ever been catcalled? Was it a fucking millionaire in a suit? <laughs> no, he introduced himself to you and said, This is my Ferrari, would you like to get in and take a ride? <laughs> it's the guy who lives with his grandmother and hopes she dies so he can collect her social security for a year. That's like throwing Hail Mary pussy passes on the street. <laughs> I wanna fuck you! Okay, never mind. Fuck you, smile board. <laughs> And they said poor behavior, quite honestly. But these men aren't to blame. It's not their fault. You know whose fault it is? The women who are fucking these men. Because <laughs> clearly it works. <laughs> clearly, cat calling works, or they wouldn't be doing it. Right? I mean, think about it. Think about it one second. Have you ever gone fishing, sir? Of course. Of course. Did you put your dick in the water to get the fish? Oh, you're quiet. That would never work. Did you, did, you, did you lean up on the side of the boat with a cocktail putting a coin on your phone? Going, hey, fish, look sweet. Get that sweet fish ass in this boat. So it doesn't work. Did you ever put a hook in the water? Yeah, it didn't work every time, but it just needs to work once for you to do it all the time. Now, I guarantee you there are plenty of fish in the sea that find those hooks aggressive. <laughs> Ladies, they look at those hooks and go, that makes me feel unsafe. <laughs> I find those hooks repulsive, but there's one fish in the sea going, I'll suck that one. <laughs> I'll suck that one until it comes. <laughs> that's all we need is that one fucking fish. So I think when we look at it, cat calling is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> How did that just happen? Maybe you need to smoke out your own like we asked the Muslims to do with the Taliban. So, <laughs> so you find these low self-esteem, poor-ass whores, and you fucking get rid of them. <laughs> and then these guys stop catcalling because they'll realize it doesn't work anymore. Okay, that was a stretch. <laughs> you gotta take the big, long loop to get there sometimes. Look, I love the look on your face right now because right there you're like, that is the most offensive thing I've ever fucking heard. But you know, that's what comedy is. You should take big stands on things you don't really know about. <laughs> and the less you know about a subject, the more I want to put my heels to the ground and go, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> like, okay, let's take, for instance, the very volatile subject of transgenders using the bathroom. Now, as an expert, <laughs> Because I've shit in the women's bathroom three times. Drunk as fuck on accident. Every time, mid shit, taking your headsets off and going, I hear women talking. I'll say this all you have to do is walk out with intention and know it's in the words. I think we saw that one too. I know you're probably saying to yourself, Bert, tell us more about Helen Keller and Frank. I found out there were different people at the Anne Frank house. Not the best place to find out. 
We were backpacking through Europe, I was 22, and my friends, who were nerds, before being nerds were marketable. <laughs> they were real nerds, and they wanted to take fucking diamond classes in Europe and learn how to pick out good diamonds. And So when we get engaged, we won't get, what the fuck? Who takes a diamond class when they're in Europe? I thought we were banging Swedish chicks. And they wanted to go, every time they were like, do you want to go to the Louvre? I was like, pass. And they're like, do you want to see the David? And I was like, pass. Stared at dude's dick for five minutes? No. And they're like, would you like to go to the Anne Frank house? I was like, I'm in. I haven't wanted to do any of these things. I go, no, 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 no. We're going to leave and we're going to laugh our dicks out for the whole fucking time. We're like, what? I mean, dude, I've been hearing jokes about this chick my whole childhood. I fucking know So I get a bag of weed, we get high as fuck, and we go to the Frank house. I'm like, you get to go in the fucking house? And they're like, yeah, you see the closet she was kept in? I go, they kept her in the closet?
and every white person wants this is going to go good. <laughs> do you feel? Do you feel that power? Ma'am? And I probably changed my words, ma'am. Black women. I, I, I really regret never having dated a black woman. One of my best friends is married to a black woman, and uh, and it's it's so funny the way he says things about her, the way he talks to her. He talks about her differently than I talk about my wife. And I wonder if that's just the way he respects women, or I know he doesn't respect women, but I'm not going to tell you his name. If you guessed, you could figure out who this fucking guy is. But uh, the thing I love about his wife, and about all black women, is they're just real. And I'm a real motherfucker. Like I'm pretty real. I don't. I don't candy coat things, I don't overpaint them. I'll tell you exactly how I feel about something. And if you think I'm a bad person, then I go, ah, I think you're lying about who you are. <laughs> and that's like like my wife and my daughter's in the school is 98% Korean. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> now listen, now I know there are plenty of white people in here right now. They're like, I don't see it. What's the matter? Because you're being lied to about your lying to yourself. But when you see it in an auditorium, you walk into an auditorium and you see 400 Korean families and five white families and a black family hiding in the corner, <laughs> real motherfuckers say, what the fuck is this? <laughs> now my wife's not real. She's a liar. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> The fucking Taekwondo tournament going on in here. Am I the only one who sees this? And then she says to me, I said there was going to be a lot of Koreans. I go, uh, bitch, a lot of Koreans. A lot of Koreans is seven, okay? That's a lot of Koreans. This is a dickload. This is a boatload. You should have said, do you want to go to North Korea? That's where the fuck we are. Oh, 
talking to Cher. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes, you know, I don't think, I think America's changed. I think we've regressed into this world of like, I think we ignore our, I think we've gotten to a place where we're ignoring what we used to be like. Two seconds, I'm going to say this, everything I need to say. I saw a ruse. Man, let me tell you something. I've never, that is mandatory watching. That broke my fucking heart. And I'm telling you when I say this, I, I, always, I always make great jokes. I'm not going to go fuck. But in watching that, I, I perceived everything differently. And what's so funny is how many people didn't watch it. And how many, how often in this world you forget what we were like 20 years ago. And then you deny that we were ever like that. You know, you think about civil rights, that shit happened in the 60s. It's fucking 2016. That is 60 years ago, civil rights was around. 60 fucking years ago. And we forget that we were horrible people 30 fucking years ago. They're talking about homosexuality. And my daughters were like, I said something about, well, Dad, everyone was a little gay. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, listen, now I'm apologizing for a person I didn't ask to be. I was just raised in a time when that's what the truth was. That you were told by, I don't know how you fucking heard about homosexuality. Everyone's got a story. Every guy's got a story. Maybe the Boy Scouts, but like. <laughs> I was pulled out back by my uncles in Sanibel Island. They pulled me out and they're like, you're not going to be gay, are you? I was like, I don't know, tell me what it is. <laughs> and they're like, you fuck in the butt and then you die. I was like, oh, uh, that's a lot on my plate right now. <laughs> Nine years old, I think I'll pass. <laughs> but you can't even talk about it. You can't even talk like that anymore because people go, that's hate speech. What's not hate speech? That was my life. We had a game where you threw a ball up in the air and the person that caught it then was tackled by everyone. And we didn't call it throw the ball up in the air and then tackle the guy with the ball. We called it smear the queer. Yeah. Well, let's have cheer for it, gentlemen. <laughs> but like, if you forget, I, I believe this, if you don't, if you ignore your past and go, that didn't exist. Then you're gonna fucking, that is the quickest path to repeating it. And with fucking, I'm not gonna say I'm not political at all, but with the way that guy's leading the race, it, I think we're going right back there. <laughs> I fucking, I like, I'm, look, I'm not, I don't know what little soapbox I hopped on. My point is, <laughs> my point is, it was fucking weird, like 30 years ago. And now everyone's like, I don't even know, my daughter said, there's a sliding scale. She goes, that everyone's a little gay. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but I couldn't even connect with that. I didn't understand that. And she goes, Dad, you're sounding like a racist. I go, no, I'm not. I go, baby, listen, if you put 10% of a dick in your mouth, you're 100% gay. <laughs> I've never had any percentage of a dick in my mouth. <laughs> and then my wife jumps in. She goes, well, then why is it okay for two girls to make out. And I was like, listen, there's fucking addendums to every rule. Like, I don't make the rules. God did. God said, if you suck a dude's dick, you're 100% gay. You can make all your chicks. That's cool. I don't know. It's, the, it's in the Bible. Read the Bible. I think it's Luke. It said, bitches on bitches. I'm cool with that. Dudes on dudes. I'm a pass. Like, I thought that was disrespectful. And then my daughter's like, no, 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 no. 
Like, you tell me that they have classes where they sit the kids down and they're like, all right, boys, who likes blowjobs? I'm like, all right, stick around for the meeting. Down, 
what's his mind? <laughs> Like, I kind of went to high school, but not a whole bunch. Like, 
to Knight Rider, for you, you young ladies, I know you're too young, but it was a show about a talking car with Michael Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. His name was Michael in the show, though. And his car's name was Kit. And sometimes when Kit needed repairs, they'd be driving on the highway, and a big Mack truck would pull up with a, with a thing in the back, and they'd go around, and they'd drive into the truck. Now, I couldn't understand. If the car's driving 80 miles an hour on the freeway, okay, and the truck's driving 80 miles an hour, and he speeds up to 85 miles an hour so he can hit to the ramp. Wouldn't it stand reason that the second those wheels hit the ramp, those wheels are moving at 85 miles an hour, and he would then be moving at 85 miles an hour inside the fucking ramp, just <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm going down on my watch at this moment, going like, why is that? <laughs> and then she's like, You're, it's a little aggressive down there, going, yes, I think I'm fine. Here's the other one. Is there anyone that works with produce in here? Anyone work with produce? Tomatoes, specifically? Can you answer? Can I ask you a question? So, I see a truck full of tomatoes riding down the highway, and there's a, a ton of tomatoes. Let's say a ton. Let's just argue a ton. Wouldn't it stand the reason that the tomato on the bottom would have a ton of pressure on it, as opposed to the tomato on the top? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Like, what do they do with those bottom tomatoes? They rotate them. Oh, they ro rotate them. <laughs> Aren't we glad we got into this topic? <laughs> I feel like we're really answering life's questions. <laughs> so marijuana does for you. <laughs> one hit a week, your wife doesn't know about it, and then you go down on her and you're like, what, what about the tomato with bottom? <laughs> <laughs> I was going down on my wife one time and I thought, just think about it. Wouldn't it make sense that it would feel good if I just put my lips around for a time and I went, Oh! <laughs> oh like, it would be muffled. It would be like this. It would sound like this. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you feel it. Feel that. Do it. Ladies, do it for a second. Try And that vibration is like a high-pitched, Just touch my dick, right? 
probably even ballpark it and hit a home run. <laughs> and if you did, I would let you know because there would be proof. There would be proof. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so, 
or six feet average in Dutch women are over five seven. And then the guy looks at me and like in the coolest moment he goes, hot as shit too. <laughs> and I was like, I, I mean I assumed he was talking about the women, so I was like, yeah. <laughs> And then we had a moment, and now the conversation is open for us to talk. But I'm drunk, and I'm not really good sometimes when I'm drunk. Because the next factoid said the tube in London is the oldest uh, subway system in the world, built in 1863. And we both read it, and then he looks at me again, and I, I'm, okay. What I meant to say was, can you believe they did that before computers? But what I said was, that was before computers. <laughs> and he just looked at me like I was fucking like, what? Like, oh, the <laughs> so now I'm in a deficit, okay? The next fact was said the average annual rainfall of Phoenix is eight inches. And I looked at him and I was like, that may not seem like a lot to you. Oh, <laughs> 
fucking definitely <laughs> Santa. They, dude, like, can I tell you something? Like, my, my oldest is 12, still believes in Santa. I'm thinking about introducing her to Christianity. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like Santa that much. We love Jesus Christ our Lord. He like fucking took away your sin. Like, Yeah, and I fucked it up really bad. Uh, this last year, I want—I think it was this last year—they put a GoPro on the. I have this video, and I'm going to post it the second they stop living Santa. They put a GoPro on the mantle, so that when uh -huh. Santa came in, that they catch him. And they're like, "Dad, just go to bed. You want to catch Santa?" And I was like, "No, Santa's listening to you right now." <laughs> <laughs> so I hit record, we hit record. You see it on the thing, you just hit record, I'm like, alright, I'm gonna bed, we all go to bed. I'll wait like 20 minutes, I get up, I walk into the living room, dogs sit on the couch, I get under the fucking under the mantle in the fireplace. I have a white glove and bells on me. And I jump like this, like and you hear it. You hear the bells jingle, and I have a flashlight. Span the flashlight across the room, and then I put it up in the GoPro, and then I take the white glove and I take purple and I turn around. And what I didn't count on was that a shadow looks a lot like a fucking elf for some reason. <laughs> I didn't know that happened, but it looks like there's a fucking elf following me around. And I walk around, bell jingling, and I go, oh, 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 Priscilla, my dog, and I pet the dog's face, she doesn't attack him. And then I fucking walk around, and then the camera ends. All I did was I spliced out me walking into the room. Nothing changes. It looks like Santa fucking showed up. And I showed it to my kids Christmas Day. I don't know if you got anything. Let's take a look. And they're sitting there like, this is, we have nothing. We have nothing. We have nothing. Keep watching. We're like, we have nothing. All of a sudden, Santa shows up. Georgia looked at me like, like, my oldest was like. <laughs> <laughs> and she grabbed me. She was like, Daddy, Santa's real. And I was like, oh, my dad goes, oh, you're fucking her. <laughs> I go, yeah, he's real big. She goes, Daddy, I actually had doubts. The kids in school were saying that he was real. He was at our house. And I went, ooh. This is going to manifest itself in some sort of pornography. And my dad was like, no, you came outside right now and you tell me you lie. I was like, I'm still doing Santa. I was like, that's good, right? And he's like, no. So this year they come up. Now George is really suspect. She goes, Dad, some kids at school say Santa's a lie. I go, that's bullshit. <laughs> I'm not committed now. Those kids are fucking 12, all right? <laughs> Basically, we're homeschooling her, but letting her hang out with other kids. <laughs> she goes, well, they told me to get you to tell me the story, the true story about how Santa became Santa. And I went, in my head, I'm like, these motherfuckers stalking <laughs> I don't know the story. I really don't. I don't think any of us know the story. I go, you mean, like, Santa? She goes, yeah, how did he become Santa? I go, wait, are we talking about Santa? She's like, yeah, I go, you mean Jesus' brother Santa? She's like, hold on, Jesus and Santa were brothers? I was like, fuck yeah! <laughs> and the Jews, when they came after Jesus, Santa was like, fuck that, he bounced. He went off to the North Pole and hung out with a bunch of midgets, and then one day, this reindeer came up and was like, Santa, I don't want to freak you out, the Jews killed your brother. He's like, fuck that, I'm going to kill all the Jews. <laughs> 
You can't say that. There's too many. You're talking crazy. He's like, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. On my brother's birthday, I'm going to give every kid that didn't kill my brother a present. And that's how we got Santa. <laughs> Oh, 
out, so I go, hey, do you speak English? And she's like, no. I was like, fuck. Do you do flying pillows? She's like, no. Okay, so then we give her a call. Back she leaves. Next chicks, two chicks come up. Now, the first girl was all soft, no dance. These guys were all dance, no song. They're literally four play out the ass. And we're like, hey, girls, we just watched a woman fist herself. Like, speed it up. You can't do that. Thank <laughs> you. 
Are you with a white dude or a black dude? Neither. What else is there? <laughs> Peruvian? <laughs> Colombian? Israeli? He's what? I said you're getting close. Are we getting close? Yeah. Palestinian. Persian. <laughs> I feel like I'm playing twice as right. <laughs> <laughs> twice as right during slavery time. <laughs> Didn't mean that, you know.
It was a chick. It's still a chick. <laughs> She's still very hot. She's from Ohio. She stopped me. She goes, don't go anywhere. I need 14 kids to teach this class. She the 14th. I need to teach this class in order to get my master's. So if you just sit back down, you don't have to do anything all semester, and I'll just give you a C. I was like, oh, strong spooky, I bitch. Let's talk back. So I took question one, two, three, four, never learned a fucking word. Think about what I'm saying. Uh, I took two years of language. Four semesters, never learned it. Think about it. Russian four was taught in Russian. <laughs> The other Russian fortune teacher pulls me aside. She goes, We're taking this to Russia. If you go, you'll get a minor. I was like, Hold on, you know, you know I can't like read, speak, write, or understand the language. She I'm fucking well aware of that. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We need kids to make this trip happen. If you go with all the facts you've taken and the ones you will take, you, you'll get a minor. Okay. <laughs> That's all you have to say. <laughs> Let's go to Russia and fuck some miners. <laughs> <laughs> well, different miners. So, uh, <laughs> we were in Russia in 1995. Is there anyone that's Russian in here? Are you Russian? Yeah. Really? Like born in Russia? No. But your family's Russian? Yeah. Good gig. You don't know? You adopted? <laughs> Do you speak Russian? Oh, really? I, I don't, I can't see you, but I bet you're sexy as fuck. Can someone around her tell me if she is? Fucking love me because I drank them all night long. 
shot for shot, and all I knew how to say it the language was, I'm the machine! I fuck cats! The guy that answered the door, Igor, was like my best friend. We did everything together. That, we spent a summer together, and man, that guy and me got found. Like, we ran a pool hall scam, we stole a boat, and then... It was a fucking amazing summer. Like, I, don't, I wish I never had had this opportunity. You don't know, when you steal a boat, man, it's fucking fun. Like, there is, like, and I'm granted a lot of fear, but there's a moment where you're driving a boat, you're like, we fucking stole a boat! This shit is fucking over. 
You're done. Stand up right now. You're coming with me right now. And the big dude looks at me confused. He smiles, takes a big sip of vodka, spits it in her eyes, and goes, no one talks to the machine like that. <laughs> Shuts the door in her face and goes, fuck that bitch, this is Russia. <laughs> Don't worry, machine, when it gets dark, we have a good time. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Reaches into his pocket, pulls out a ring of keys, and he goes rubbing the whole fucking train. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't cheat on my wife. I don't cheat on my wife because one morning we woke up and I thought, this is pure. If I cheat on her, then it'll always be a lie. And I don't want that in my life. Why a conversation? She got up, made chocolate chip pancakes, and I thought to myself, if I ever get hit on, and that happens to everyone, you get hit on by someone more attractive than your, your partner. It feels good, and you allow it sometimes. But if I ever get hit on by someone who's really hot, I'm gonna cock up myself. I'm just gonna look at the chicken the face. I don't cheat on my wife! And, <laughs> it, it might get uncomfortable, but I don't give a fuck. All of that is that I don't cheat on my wife. Because I know that because I've already had the conversation. Here's the problem. I never had that conversation about robbing trains. So, when I presented the opportunity, I thought I'd be like, not me, I'm going to go back and work on my verbs. But apparently, when I presented the opportunity, I'm the one that's like, fuck it, let's start with my class. So, <laughs> we robbed them first. And then we robbed the whole train. Yeah. You guys act like you've never robbed a train for you. Party with us. I was like, what? He goes, can I 
I'm not in trouble. And he gets so close to me, he smells more than a cigarette, and he goes, No. Fuck that bitch, this is the rush. <laughs>
Hey everyone, check out all the great deals on Amazon by first going to d2rpn.com and clicking the Amazon banner. By doing so, you're helping out the D2R Podcast Network. Don't forget to tell a friend and thanks for listening. If your guy or girl's got facial hair that's kind of not smelling right, not feeling right, not all that great, go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got scents that every guy and girl will like. Every kid likes to play with your beard. Why not give them something to smell nice as well? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody that great bird today. Question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. Please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. You enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, and spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening.